Welcome back on Because Therapy is Expensive. I am currently talking and riding Julie's foot pedal and getting some exercise while I drink my Mountain Dew. So on this episode, we are just talking about what happens when you have mm, lazy coworkers that you work with or um, coworkers that you can't stand. I can say I have those. I have one lazy coworker that I work with, and she is driving me crazy right now because she doesn't do anything. She's not doing her job, which is causing me to do more work, and I don't like that. I just don't. Um, she was saying she wanted to get another job, and I was encouraging it, but now she's saying, you know what, I don't think I want to. I just think I'll stay here. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want you to stay here. I know that's mean, but she puts a lot of stress on me, and I can't stand going to work right now. And this foot pedal is pretty handy. It is, but you're hogging up the whole area. <laughs> and I'm afraid I'm going to get kicked. I don't um, have coworkers, <laughs> so... I guess I'm the lazy one. <laughs> um, yeah, so what does she do at work, Terry? Tell us more about this lazy girl. What does she, she doesn't do? do anything. She's, and I don't know if this has something to do with it. She's young and inexperienced in the work field, I guess, or customer service, maybe. Um, she's rude on the phone, and she talks on the speakerphone, which drives me crazy when you're in an office setting. Don't answer on speakerphone so everyone in the whole office can hear you. Because I figured if you answered the phone, I don't need to hear it. And when the people that call, they're, they're older, they're elderly, they can't hear her on speaker. And then they go, I can't hear you. So she gets closer to the phone and says it real slow. And I'm thinking, they can't hear you. They're not retarded. Like, when we had... Do you tell her that? Like, you can't, be on, you can't answer on speakerphone in a doctor's office because if they're giving out personal information, then other people can hear it, and that's, like, isn't that like HIPAA long? Well, she answers on speakerphone on non-clinic days because on clinic days she's in the room with the patients, so she doesn't answer the phone. I've told her. Can you stop on the speakerphone? I said, the other girl used to be on speakerphone. I can't stand it. Yes, but you shouldn't say you can't stand it. You should say we're not I can't stand you? Because <laughs> then she just thinks it's you. But she does it when the doctor's there, and he doesn't say anything to her. So she's not going to listen to me. And um, when she comes and sits up front sometimes when she's scanning in the paperwork because her scanner doesn't work very well, then she starts talking on speakerphone, and I'm like, can you not be over here? Like, I can't with you. I just, I don't know if it's, um, and she's always, oh, my gosh, FaceTiming her boyfriend all day at work on non-clinic days. You would think. I'm like, why do you guys have to take your breaks together? And you're not on break all day. All day she's on the phone, and I've had to go back there before, and... One time, she was supposed to, when she rescheduled the patients, she was supposed to call them and reschedule them. She never did. So 
the doctor's office across from us had brought in one of the ladies' um, paper, her paperwork and her discs and stuff. And I was thinking, crap, we rescheduled that day, and I don't know if she rescheduled her to a new appointment. So I had to go back there, and she's sitting there FaceTiming her boyfriend, and I go, did you ever call this patient back and give him an appointment date? Who? The patient I am telling you? Um... When was she scheduled? I'm like, she was scheduled on a day that you were supposed to call her and reschedule her. And she's, they call her a concierge patient, which means she spends the money. So they, they, they think that she needs to, well, um, the doctor that sent her over to us caters to her because she pays. She has money. She pays out of pocket. So they think that, yeah, so they think that she's entitled to stuff. I'm like, that doesn't work over here. But. I'm all, if she gives me some money, then yeah, I'll get her in. But I had to tell her, I go, did you reschedule her? And she goes, I don't know. I go, yeah, you don't know because you didn't write a note in her chart to say, okay, this is when I called her. This is when I rescheduled her. This is why we canceled her. She didn't write anything. I go, what if she shows up on Monday? And she goes, why would she? I go, because maybe you scheduled her and you don't remember and you didn't make a note. I go, and guess what? If she comes in, I'm going to say, yeah. Come on in because she put you on because you're dumb and you didn't make a note. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. It's like constantly cleaning up her messes and I'm like so tired of it. And she has an attitude, like a really bad attitude. Well, I, I don't know if the doctor doesn't do anything, then she'll do whatever she wants. <laughs> and that's the sad part is there's oh. no... There's no consequences to her actions, and he will end up paying for them, but if he doesn't fix it, then that's his problem. Sucks for you guys, but that's how it goes. You two should go to him and say, she goes or we both leave, and maybe he'll do something. Well, the other girls told him, she said, we need to have a meeting, and we can involve her so she doesn't think we're talking shit about her or we're attacking her or anything. Because I told my other coworker, I go, we have to be careful with how we talk to her so she doesn't think we're harassing her yeah. or stuff like that. And she goes, she's too young and stupid. She wouldn't even know. I'm like, true. But um, because she'll try and tell her something, like how she answers the phone. And she'll get an attitude like, eh, don't you think we're trying to help you because you sound stupid when you answer the phone? And when you call a patient, know who you're talking to because, okay, there was this patient she called, and it was a man, but she was asking for a lady. So she was like, the guy answers. He's like, hello. And she goes, hi, is this Roberta? And he's like, no, this is Tom or whatever, you know, and. And then he starts laughing. He goes, do I sound like a woman? And she gets starts getting an attitude with him. And I'm like, dude, you asked him if he was a woman. Like, <laughs> come on now. And, you know, like, like say, hi, this is whatever, calling from whatever. Can I speak to this person? Don't just assume whoever answers the phone is Tom or whatever. That's how she talks, answers the phone, and it's so annoying. And then she doesn't know, remember why she called them. Um, well, uh, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. And because it's on speaker, we can all hear her. So we're like, oh, my God. We probably sound like a stupid, well, yeah. unorganized office. Well, it makes his, uh, his 
him look bad. Well, why don't you guys turn it on her and say, every time you start getting an attitude, I feel like you're attacking me. And then tell him she's harassing us by her attitude. Turn, turn the tables on her. She she can't do that to you guys and be afraid that you guys will say something or you're afraid that she's going to take it the wrong way. Turn it on her. she got to be a big girl. <laughs> it's, a not, yeah. it's not like it's some little, like she's printing out papers for people. These are, it's a health office, you know, it's a medical office and it's a specialty where people, it's not like a primary where you're just going, your toe hurts or something. This you know, for the most part, you're getting patients that kind of need something specific and that needs to be done proper because I don't want to go to an office where the girl doesn't know what she's talking about or she can't even answer the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, that's, and that's a lot of, um, Terry, slow down on my bike, man. Don't break my pedals. <laughs> but I, I had a coworker a long time ago. Well, we didn't know if it was a, a guy or a girl when they applied because their name was Leslie. That's a girl usually. Not always. Not always. Well, I know, but normally. And we could not tell on the phone if it was a man or a woman. And I, you know, I had to call to schedule the interview with them for the sales position. And I was like, God, like I'm trying to ask. Because <laughs> you can't ask anything. You couldn't tell by the voice? You could not tell by the voice. And then I, you know, I told the, Yo, what were you doing? <laughs> my, my, the, the owner, you know, this person's coming in on this day. And then he had done a, another phone interview with them before. And he's like, is that a guy or a girl? I, said, I have no idea what this is. Like nowadays it, it could, be, uh, it could be it can, yeah, it could be a nothing. I don't know. I don't go by anything. <laughs> it ended up being a guy. And we we were like, oh, he's got to be like flaming gay, like. But he kept saying he was married and his wife and me, and I was like, it's okay if you're gay, just tell us. You're like, I don't know, no, but you're, you won't have to you gay? You sure? He was real nice, but it was like kind of like almost like he would say it, like he didn't want us to know he was gay, so he kept saying my wife. But the way he talked, I'm like. Mm, I don't know too many straight guys that talk like this. <laughs> no. No, like big, big, big guy. Just, um, it reminded me of Seinfeld, you know, the phone call and the wife or the husband, nobody knew. <laughs> but, you know, you don't know like that. But that one, you couldn't tell, guy or girl. Now... If a man answers the phone, for the most part, I'm, you know, it's a guy, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't getting mad at him or her. Can you please tell me your sex? I have to mark it on my paper. Oh. <laughs> yeah, a patient like that—that that was switching over. Their name was a. Their name was Autumn, but they were a boy. No, a girl. No, I'm confused. Um, they were originally a girl switching over to a boy, and they were on hormones. And I had brought them back as a new patient, not you know, not knowing. So I bring them back, and it's like Autumn. I think it was Autumn. 
Um, I'm like, oh, autumn. You're not the autumn I was expecting. <laughs> and then the voice, I was like, the voice was like high, high pitched. Like, I'm like, oh. Yes, but they were in their in their mid twenties, and I'm like, oh wow, I'm thinking you're a seventy year old teenage girl, and you're like a twenty four year old man, <laughs> you know, the voice, and I was like, this is... and um, yeah, they were in the process. They were dressed like a boy. They had their girlfriend with them in the waiting room, but they were born a girl, and they were switching, and they were going through the hormones and all the changes. So it was really weird. So. Because I'm not, you know, going to ask those questions. Our One of our hygienists doesn't have a problem asking anything to anyone. So she's, because she was seeing them next. So she was like, what are, you need to mark one, male or female. Like, you got to have some. Which one are you? And the way she says stuff, though, like, it doesn't seem to offend people. Like, they're, they're like, you can't, you can't have, you can't mark. A T. You need to have the F or the M. Which one is it? And they, I think they told her. But it's like, I think that's the only one we have that is the switching over. We have gay and lesbian people, yeah. but this one is actually going through the process. Oh, we have, where I work, it's we have a lot of um, different kinds of people because it is in the area where that is more, I guess, normal, I would say. Like, it's in Palm Springs, so um, that is where, that is just, it's a, whatever. I'm like, I don't really care. But there have been times when we have a lot of gay, gay patients, a lot of them. And one of them comes in with his really nice um, Michael Kors handbag. And him and his husband come in. His husband's like 90 and, yeah. He looks like 70 or something like that. Oh, but. We did have a patient that was way older, and this young guy would, like, wheel him in, and he would always say, I'm his caregiver. Then one time he came in to um, the older patient was at the hospital, not because of our office or anything like that. He was just there, but he came to our office to yell at us. I don't know why, saying, my 95 year old husband is dying over there and none of the nurses are caring and I'm like we're not at the hospital we're across the street we don't work at the hospital and I was like husband huh <laughs> I thought you were his caregiver yeah this was years ago though but but I asked the the one guy because I was like that's a that's a nice purse, because <laughs> it was a nice purse. The was holding it, the 90-year-old or the 70-year-old? No, the 90-year-old was in his walker out in the waiting room. The patient had his Michael Kors bag, and he came up to the window, and I was like, that's a, that's a nice purse. And he's like, thank you. I just need it because I carry around so much stuff. I'm like, no, it's a woman's handbag. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really nice and I was like oh that's nice you wanna can I hold it <laughs> can I walk around the office with it <laughs> I practice carrying it around <laughs> see what it's like he's like whatever <laughs> I used to do that when I worked at God Chalks <laughs> no the rings the jewelry <laughs> the fine jewelry <laughs> the jewelry department <laughs> 
<laughs> one of the girls that I was friends with worked in the fine, you know, where they sold the diamonds and stuff. And so they'd let me go over and I'd always ask her to try on the ring I liked. And so <laughs> I'd put in, it was like 5000 for the ring. So she, <laughs> you can't leave the area, Julie. <laughs> Come on, let me just walk around the store for a few minutes, put my ring on and stand there. <laughs> I did leave the area once because I forgot I needed to go get some. She's like, would you get that? I'm going to get fired. <laughs> oh, pish posh. The security guard ain't going to tell on me. <laughs> it was. It was lovely. I missed that ring. It was a nice ring. So the um, my coworker, she has to take her driving test still because she doesn't have a driver's license. She's driving. So, um, and I don't like driving with her. Like, I, she's like, will you come with me to go get something to eat for lunch? She said one, I went with her like twice because one time she said, I don't know how to put gas in my tank. And I was like, girl, God, you're like a little kid. I'm like, fine, I'll show you how because, you know, you're young. Maybe no one showed you how because she just says, oh, I make my boyfriend fill it up for me. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So we went to the gas station, and I did. I got out, and I made her put gas in her car. And then another time, I drove with her to Starbucks, and I'm like, oh, my God. I feel like I was a driving instructor. I'm like, um, the light's green. You can go. Um, <laughs> yeah, she, she actually told me, how long until I can drive like you? And I'm like, well, I shouldn't be driving like me. I drive a bit crazy. I'm like, that's weird. And I told my other coworker, I go, I don't like driving with her. Because she honks at people. I'm like, you can't just honk at people. Somebody might shoot you. Like, if it's really not that big a deal, because they ran the, um, you know, they didn't know they were supposed to stop in a parking lot or whatever. We don't need to honk at them. She hits the car in front of her in drive throughs And I'm like, people are going to get out and say something to you. And she's like, oh, I don't know. I'm like, oh, my God, dear she Lord. Doesn't she doesn't know anything. She doesn't know anything. Yeah. So the other day she says, can you come with me to get something to eat? And I was like, oh, I'm not hungry. I don't want to go. And she's like, please, I just want to go to like El Pollo Loco. And I go, um, I don't want to go anywhere. And she goes, okay. She scares me like a lot. Plus the fact she doesn't have a driver's license. So then she asked the other girl and um, she comes to my office. She goes, I do not want to go with her. I need an excuse. And then the girl comes over there. She goes, are you going to go with me? And she goes, I am waiting on a phone call. <laughs> I can't. And she's like, but we turned the phones over. And she goes, no, no, I didn't. I need really need this phone call. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll just eat something. I think I have an old sandwich or something. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And then the. So she'll drive to work, but she won't go to her by herself to get fast food? No. Oh. Well, she does now. This she brings um, a lunch now, unless sometimes we really don't want her to go with us. But if we go out and get something to eat, you know, we have to be nice and be like, "You want to go?" Even though we don't want her to, because we want to talk shit about her in the car. <laughs> How old is she? Estimated twenty in her early twenties. So she's um, old enough to know where the gas goes in a car. I learned that at yeah, sixteen. Now, <laughs> But still, 
but you gotta you know where your gas tank is enough yes, to to know where it goes yes but if no one has showed you then you're not gonna know how to do it so i mean or if she's she, just that lazy and tries to get everybody to do it for her well not if she does it herself <laughs> now i think both i think both because now she's like um some there was a check her check engine light came on so last friday she says because yesterday was friday also um she was supposed to take her driving test and she couldn't because her check engine light came on. So the Friday before, she says, can I leave because uh, my boyfriend's going to take my car and see if he can figure out what's wrong with it. And um, the uh, my other coworker had a doctor's appointment at once, so she was going to leave. I would have been, you know, she's like, no, because she's going to be by herself. I was like, no, you can go. You can go. Because it's not like you're going to do anything but talk to your boyfriend on the phone the whole time. I go, no, go ahead and go. I'm fine by myself. I've been left by myself plenty of times. I can catch up on my videos. Um, so then she, they didn't end up fixing the car because she said his, the check engine light disappeared. It went off. I go, so that doesn't mean anything. It could come back on or, so they didn't do anything. So then um, Thursday she goes, well, on Friday, I'm, we're going to go fix my car. I go, I thought you got your car taken care of already. And she's like, no. I go, so what are you going to do about your driving test? And she's like, well, I'm going to have to cancel it. Because I go, you need to get your stuff together. Because she expects her boyfriend to do everything for her. I'm like, you should not rely on anybody she for you. He drives a stick. Uh, and yet she's driving it. He lives way, like an hour away. And her check engine light's coming on, and he's making her drive to his house. I'm like, you guys are stupid. You're just – and that's the thing, too. I'm like, we have to watch with what we tell her and how we – because what she does outside of work is none of our business. Because my – because yeah, because sometimes my coworker's like, oh, my gosh, like when she got coronavirus, she was out. She wasn't resting. She was out doing stuff. And I'm like, you know what? What she does outside of work, we can't get mad at because it's none of our business. I mean, she's stupid, but we can't be like, why are you doing this? Why do you need the day off? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, we have to, so she doesn't think we're like trying to boss her around or anything. I'm like, only work-related we can tell her stuff, but she doesn't listen to us. And it's really annoying. And I don't want to be that. I get so tired of it that sometimes when patients call and complain about something that she was supposed to call them back or she was supposed to do, and I really want to be like, I'm sorry, she's stupid but i can't because then it sounds like well they're dumb because they badmouth each other yeah but you guys have to tell them you have to sit the doctor down and be yeah. like look she's making this stupid. is unprofessional nobody wants to go to an office i mean i go to plenty of doctor's offices i don't want the retard helping me the one that can't, doesn't know anything, doesn't, you know, because that's the one they'll probably give me. And I'll be like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> like, I don't want that person. Nobody wants that person. No, because when I go somewhere and I deal with someone, I feel like I want to pick the one that sounds like they know what they're doing. Even today at Target, when we were waiting to pay for my stuff, there was the guy that helped me and he was helping someone else. And then there was another one who worked in the phone department but didn't seem as knowledgeable 
So I was kind of like, please, I don't want you to help me. I don't want you to help me. I wanted the other guys. He's when he was talking to the other customer. He sounded like he knew what he was like. He worked in the electronics. He worked with phones. So I'm like, that's who you're going to want to go with is the person that you don't want with someone who's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, well, you work here. I expect you to know. And I expect everyone to be on the same page. A lot of places are not like that. Half the coworkers will tell you, and this just goes for anywhere. Some people will tell you one thing. Someone else will tell you another thing. It's like, why do you all not know the same thing? I, I don't get that. Really like ordering a drink at Starbucks. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> they all make it different, even though it's the same drink that I order and I tell you what to put in it. It might not ever taste the same. <laughs> I don't get that. You're all trained the same way. Oh, it's too like when I was working at a hair salon. You can sell products if you know what you're talking about product-wise. I mean, are you gonna buy a product and I'm like, you should use this. It smells so good. You know, you're gonna be teased like that. You're gonna be like, um, no, I'm, I'm good. You know, but if you tell the the parent like, cause you know, kid salon or whatever, this product is organic. This product is blah blah blah. You can do this this with it. It works good. I use it. I've never had any issues with it. It would work, blah, blah, blah. People will buy it. Like, they'll buy the stuff. Um, and you can sell a lot of products. I used to only sell the products that I used, so I knew about them. And some of the products that I used and I didn't like, and someone would be like, oh, how does this product work? And I'd be like, mm, it's it's okay, but I wouldn't recommend it. They're not going to buy it. I'm not going to push something just for them, you know, just to sell products. I wasn't like that, but, um, yeah, because when when you call a doctor's office, like even when I call doctor's offices to ask them questions about a mutual patient or if they could send notes or this and this and that, and they're just like, huh? Oh, what? You know, they don't know. I'm just like, dear Lord, oh, my goodness. And it's true. If one person will tell you one thing another person will tell you another thing and we're in a very small the office there's three of us make a note that's what we have to keep telling her put a note in the chart so we can she had asked me i put a note on this patient that called their doctor called and said she needs to be seen again because she was as needed she they told me why she needs to be seen so i put her on the schedule I wrote a note as to who I talked to, what office said she needed to be seen, and I went and got her authorization because she's an HMO to be seen. So then the patient calls, and the one girl answers the phone on speaker, of course, so I can hear what she's saying. And she's like, uh-huh, uh, hold on. And she comes up front, and she goes, do you know if this patient is supposed to get this done before her visit and who put her on and why it says as needed and I knew exactly who she was talking about and I go well I go I don't know about the x-rays I go the doctor's here why don't you ask him if she needs them or not so then she asks and then um she talks to the lady and then she hangs up and then she comes up front and she goes he said yeah and I go, and did you read the note as to why she was being scheduled again? And did you see that there is an authorization, you know, for her to be seen? Did you look at any of that? And she got mad and walked away. And I was like, read the damn note, girl. That's why we write it. It's in there. So if somebody else were to talk to her, 
or anybody else or whatever, they could be like, oh, I see exactly why you called. You know, it's, she doesn't do that. And then she gets an attitude with us about it and rolls her eyes. And then she, depending on which one of us is there or who she feels like she needs to talk to that day, then she'll talk to us. So if I'm making her mad, she'll talk to the other girl. If the other girl's making her mad, she'll talk to me. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then she brought me all these papers that were supposed to be scanned into the patient's charts. So they're there. She brings them to me, and she goes, what do you want me to do with this? I said, did you scan them into their chart? Um, no. I said, scan them in, then bring them to me. I don't want them until you finish what you're supposed to do. Oh. Like, I'm going to end up smacking her first I felt bad for her at first I did because our old medical assistant just decided to quit so she barely trained her but now I'm like either put your big girl panties on and figure out what you're supposed to do or get the hell out of the office it's one or the other when I got hired there they put me up front nobody trained me how to do up front I had to figure it out all by myself and I'm like, well, I'm still there because I figured out what worked best. I asked a million questions that were productive. Her questions are dumb. It's like, is this a blue pen or a red pen? I'm like, what does it look like? Sometimes. <laughs> well, I mean, I've called offices about, like, notes. And they'll be like, um, I'm not sure. I said, well, why don't you read me what the last one said? Because I know where Brooklyn goes. They take notes. They have to because she has a chart and they'll be like, well, let me go ask. I'm going to go get the nurse that knows because I want to talk to that person because they took the notes and it should be in her chart. And they probably get annoyed with me sometimes or mad, but I don't care because you're the one answering the phone. You called me. You better know what you're talking about. Because I go through fighting with the insurances, too, to get my appointment. So when I'm calling you, it should be, you know, you guys get all the stuff. You get your authorizations. They have the authorizations. I shouldn't have to go find them when I know you have it. And so, yeah, I would get really annoyed. I'm surprised people haven't screamed at your <laughs> coworker because. Oh, they, oh. they do. I've heard them. Um like get mad at her and then she'll say oh my gosh she's such a she doesn't say bitch she says like batch she's such a batch and I'm like I'm like why do you say it like that like you're retarded um I've heard him yell at her and I don't feel bad for her like sometimes I'm like no they're that patient's just really rude and they yell at everybody so some some of the some of the time I'm like they're crazy they yell at them no matter who they talk to they yell at but when you're yelling at them back or you start off with your attitude first, they're going to give you an attitude because that's how you started off with them. Some people I have listened to go off for like 10 minutes and I don't say anything. I just pull the phone away from my ear. I let them whatever vent. And then afterwards they're like, oh, okay, I'm so sorry. Thank you so much for listening. I'm like, well, if I hung up on you, you would call back. And I can only ignore your calls so many times, like, I know, until you come running in. And there was this one um, husband and wife that had come in one time, and the hospital had given them the appointment, but that's not the appointment that 
we had for them. And so when they came in, it wasn't a clinic day. And the guy's like, I'm here for my appointment. And I'm like, what's your name? So I look him up and I go, your appointment's on this day. No, it's today. I said, no, we don't. Our doctor's not in. Why would we schedule you if the doctor's not in? And so he gives us the hospital paperwork. And we're like, that's the hospital. We're not the hospital. And that's not the date that we were given for you. So he got all mad and like took his walker and he's like slamming on the ground and walking out. And I told the girl, my coworker, I waved to them. Like I didn't say anything. I just like waved like bye. And she started laughing so loud because she talks so damn loud. And she laughs and the wife turns around and comes back up and she goes, are you laughing at us? And I and she's just standing there like, <laughs> and I go, I go, no, I told her a joke and she laughed at it. And she's like, okay. And turned around and left. I'm like, dude, you're ta you're laughing so loud. At least wait till they leave before you start laughing at them. Especially that loud. Like, come on now. Well, thank you, Terry. <laughs> that was wonderful reenactments from you tonight. <laughs> and all I can picture in my head is some funky girl that <laughs> you want to punch in her face. <laughs> Talks like a beaver. <laughs> and I don't know why it's a beaver, but... <laughs> well, we're very glad. Well, she does not have our podcast link. <laughs> I'm not going to give it to her so she can't hear me talk shit. <laughs> But it's all true stuff. I mean, that's how she is. My co, my other coworker says, you know that girl, which she's on YouTube. My daughter does watch her. It's like Miranda something, like everybody hates something. And she's like got black hair with like bright red lipstick. And she's like, and everybody hates haters back off or something like that. That's what my coworker says she looks like. <laughs> Visual. No, I don't watch oh. YouTube, sorry. <laughs> The YouTube we watch is like um, children playing toys. So we don't actually see the children. We just see toys in hands. <laughs> um, usually teenagers or guys in their 20s and 30s playing video games. It's what my kids watch. So yours watch people playing video games. Mine watch people playing dolls. <laughs> Terry watches no, people she, that hate people. <laughs> no, that, um, Alyssa used to watch her. And it's, I think it's called like haters back off. And she had shown it to me a couple times. And it's just the way the girl does the video. She like, she had a, t a show or something. I don't know if it was on Nickelodeon or something like that. Um, but I've seen the girl regular and she's just, it's just her like persona on the YouTube thing or whatever. But I mean, I do my job and I get my work done. And it's like, I don't mind if she, you know, she talks to your boyfriend on your break. Whatever, you can do that. There's nobody can tell you what to do in your break. And, you know, check your phone once in a while here and there. You know, I do it too. Like if I have 10 minutes, I'm waiting for a fax or I'm waiting for something. I'll look on my phone or something like that. I plan pretend vacations that I'm never going to take at work, stuff like that. Look up recipes. But I get my work done. But she is doing it constantly, like all day that she reminds us of our old coworker. Um, so we used to call our old coworker um, Chuki because one time she came to work with this bright red hair, and my friend texted me. She's like, she looks like Chucky, but she spelt it Chuki, 
And I'm like, what? Be the doll? Yeah. Her hair was all frizzy and red and like really. And I'm like, you mean, what's a Chuck? What's a Chucky? And she's like, no, Chucky. So we just, we ended up calling her Chucky. We would all call her Chucky. So we call the other girl, we call her mini Chucky, but she's worse than her. I'm like, at least the other girl would get work done. She wouldn't do it right, but she would get stuff done. <laughs> I don't know if there's much of a difference. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that counts, Terry. <laughs> yeah, <it doesn't. laughs> because it you still hard. have to redo it. Yeah. I just figure, uh, own what you say. <laughs> if you're going to say it, own it. Don't be ashamed, Terry. You tell it like it is. I, tell her, I, tell, I told her once, and she asked me, do I remind you or am I like any of the people that used to work here? And at first I go, I go like students. Cause we did have this really lazy student like, and you're like her. And she's like, no, like your coworkers. And I go, well, you're like all the older ones that don't work there anymore. They were all either, they didn't do their job or just not, not the best coworkers. So I said, yeah, you're kind of like all of them that used to work here. And she's like, oh, I am? And then the shredded guy came in, so I had to stop telling her. Because I was going to tell her why, because she asked. But then he came in, so I had to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe maybe she'll start thinking of that. But most likely, she's not going to change. No. Because nothing's going to happen. And she will move on to another job. Hopefully. She'll and move on to drive those job. people crazy. And she will have to learn life on her own <laughs> because eventually the boyfriend's going to get sick of it too uh, so yes we're um glad you made it to terry's world tonight and we hope you enjoyed it uh, because therapy's expensive <laughs> we're gonna let terry finish pedaling on my peddler and we'll talk to you guys later